0: All right, so bonus round. Let's talk about workflow. Let's talk about your process for taking a game from the napkin of just scratching or pizza box like we talked about in the first show and just kind of scratching an idea down on some paper and then turning it into a product. Walk me through. Now, again, this is a bonus round. So I mean, this, this could be a much longer topic. We're going to kind of keep it in this 10-minute window. Yeah. But yeah. kind of walk me through your process. We talked about Trello before the show, and so I'm excited to hear kind of how you use Trello to kind of keep everything organized. But tell me what tell me what you do.
1: Sure. So um, my first game was a little organic. But I I knew just like writing a paper, I needed an outline. I knew I needed a sketch. I needed to redraft. I knew I needed to practice. I needed to hone it out. I needed to do a little bit of research. So for me, the process was eureka moment on an airplane. I started, I was drawing a picture. Maybe I was drawing like a superhero on the iPad. Maybe I was drawing an MMA fighter. I'm not really sure. But then it kind of hit me. So then I opened up uh, a notes app and I started taking notes and I was like, okay, what can I do with this? And I, next thing you know, it just was flowing, just words, just words coming out, right? Even though I'm a visual guy, I went from a quick sketch to words. Uh, I landed, I go to the in-laws, I know right where their are drunk drawers, I pulled out a stack of index cards and I sat on the couch all clammed up and I just started writing more notes, more notes. Then I basically sketched out a quick little logo just so I had like some drive. Started flipping over cards, came up with some categories. I knew it was going to be a fighting game. So I need striking cards. In the beginning, I think I probably called them punching cards, but an elbow is not a punch. So that doesn't work. So you change it back to striking. So you just sort of, you know, go from there. Uh, When I got home, I was like, all right, let me dig into this. So uh, index cards went to spreadsheet. Now I put all the cards into spreadsheets. Next thing I know, I started designing Um, and coming up with some cards. Then I started printing out some cards. So I had some tangible items to me. If everything lives on a computer, it doesn't really play like a game in your minds. And maybe you're not having the same sort of flow. Um, so then I just started tracking things. Then I started making categories. Then from spreadsheets, I went to a really cool third party, uh, project management app called Trello, uh, which I use for teaching. And so basically in Trello, I set up a bunch of cards. So basically, it's like a visual whiteboard or a corkboard that is web based, app based, you name it. So I then put in my to do's. Okay, what were my to do lists? Well, my to do list was for the next week, I wanted to have 50 cards. Within two weeks, I wanted to have 108 cards. My goal was a 108 card deck. I start moving things over to complete. Okay, well, within these cards, I need different categories. What are my suits? So then I started, I have a new list that says categories. Well, I have striking, I have defense, um, I have finish. Oh, well, you know what? What happens when I do this? What happens if I train? What happens if I add a heavy bag? Okay, that's a specialty card. Started going from there. Having a business on the other side, on the graphic side, I knew that I this could be a business at some point. So then I added a new category. So this was all my intellectual property. This was going to be my logo. Then I had a category for marketing. Um, and then I had a category for any updates. And then I started getting a little bit more into understanding more about games and really understanding touch tones. Um, so, okay, what were my game going to have? Is it going to be an associated activity? Was there a primary action? Is there an experience or a theme? What are the mechanics? Is there wish fulfillment? Is there a learning curve? What's the player psychology? Is it accessible? And then I started knowing that, um, okay, it's elimination game. Okay. I need card balance. Um, next thing I know I'm at an event. So now I have a whole new category to organize in my workflow and that's events. So then I started taking photos Then I realized, okay, I need to build social media. So then the next to do was, okay, let's build Twitter, Instagram, Facebook account. Okay. Let's do that. Domain name, to do list, and I just use Trello to start organizing all those things. Next thing I know, I have a whole financial section. I have a business plan. What's my exit strategy? What's my financial workbook look like? What are my expenses? You know, where am I going to get this thing made? So then I start looking into manufacturers. And now I have set myself for goals 30, 60, 90 day goals. You know, who are people that are going to be involved in this? So do I have retailers? Do I have spokesmen? Do I have business to business? Are there vendors? What contacts do I need? Do I want to build a street team? Okay, well, now I brought someone in to consult. Well, now I have a team meeting. Well, now I I have to have a ledger for that. Now I have to have uh, an agenda for that. Okay, back to legal. Am I getting trademark? Am I getting copyright? All these things are things that I needed to organize in this workflow. Um, So it went from recap, idea, sketch, note-taking, a little bit of research, spreadsheet, and then full-on project management. And now I treat it, it is a company now, Panda Hawk Games, but now I treat it like I'm the CEO, this is my product, this is my company, and every decision I make about it now is as if I'm running a company. Is is this going to, um, am I going to be accountable to this action? Is this something that's going to help? Is this something that's going to hurt me? How much time am I spending on this activity? Um, what's next? So uh, hopefully that answers your question about workflow.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just went from zero to published game right there, zero to business. Yeah. And so and again, Trello is a great way to, to, to do that. I've used Trello in the past just kind of keep me and, you know, when I've had people working for me or underneath me, just keeps us all on the same page. Make sure we're all, you know, speaking the same language. We're looking at the same goals and to do lists and checking things off. That way I don't I don't end up doing something that somebody else already did, you know. And so especially if you're working with artists, if you're working with graphic designers, working with uh other people that that you can give access to this stuff and can it, it kind of keeps everybody you know on the same page. And I think it's a really a uh, great way to do things. And this is kind of the kind of thing I wish more designers would just think about going in, even if you don't want to publish games yourself, even if you don't want to get in the business side, there's still a lot of business stuff you need to be aware of and, and just have that stuff organized and with the different categories and the different uh, cards and, and, uh, to-do list, action items and all that kind of thing. It, it just makes everything so much more efficient. You're almost, you're almost turning your life into an engine building game, right? Into a worker. You're, you're now the worker in the worker placement yeah. and you're placing yourself in different time slots and everything like that. And you're, just like you would want to be super efficient in a board game, you want to be super efficient with your own time and because that's how you're going to win. That's how you're going to get victory points, so to speak, in real life. Yeah. So and so, yeah. I, I've, I've
1: seen the same parallel for you. You talk about left-sided, right-sided brain people and being coming from an art world first. You know, being a gallery owner, representing artists, um, even an artist as myself upcoming. It's like it wasn't until a certain point where I realized there has to be a structured mathematical business side of this if this is going to be a career. And you can't always weigh and live on the laurels of being creative and expressive. There needs to be that balance. Um, And I think that's where graphic design at least came in for me where it just balanced out. The art creative side. And I feel like for artists, same with game designers. And I see a lot of people, they just want to get their idea, get their idea. But there's so many more things to it than just having a really great idea. Even like you said, even if you don't want to be the publisher, you still have to communicate yourself. You still have to protect yourself. You still have to organize yourself. I mean, there's still other things to it, even if you don't want to be making this a uh, 24-7 job.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's really, it comes down to taking it seriously, taking it seriously like it's a job because in a lot of ways it is, I know it's a hobby, but it has a lot of business aspects to it. And the truth is with any kind of artistic endeavor, any kind of creative endeavor, it's extraordinarily difficult to monetize. Most artists don't make any money. Most singers don't make any money. Most game designers don't make any money. Well, part of that is because they're really just focusing on the creative aspect and they're not looking at it from these other angles where they could turn it into a business, turn it into a profession, turn it into something they're able to monetize. And it's just, you just got to do this stuff. You just got to get in Excel, you got to get in Trello, you got to get in these organizational apps and programs and things and just put in the time and effort and under, and understanding in it. And maybe you can actually start making money off of this hobby. Hobby, if that's something you want to do, but even even if it's not, it'll at least keep you more organized, and you'll get more done over the long run.
1: Right, right, absolutely.
0: Well, cool, mate. Any other advice as far as a uh, workflow?
1: Just if keep things digital. I, everyone mm-hmm. I know, there's a certain like old school mentality for a lot of people that just write handwritten notes. You know, back things up, digitize things, um, make it web based. So if you're you don't have an excuse for your computer crashing, it's on a cloud somewhere. Uh, redundancy, organizing well. I mean, those are I think just things that are kind of come easy for someone that's a little tech savvy, but these are things that we take for granted. Um, In the day and age now where an app does everything, people aren't conscious of saving because it's built it right into an app. Um, But when you don't have access to that app, what are you going to do? I don't know. So I think just digitize things and, and make sure that you're backing things up.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Well, no man, really appreciate your time again. Appreciate you coming on the show. Talk about some workflow and uh, good luck with the the workflow, keeping everything organized, and uh, good luck with your company, everything else you got going on right now.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much.